0: My mama used to say not to worry because it's just like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but to tell you the truth. Hey Mamas, you're listening to the whole Mama podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace, and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink, and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, welcome to The Whole Mama. This is episode 24. Today we're going to talk all about, you know, the difference between remote learning, full-time online school, homeschooling, all the things. Um, But first, thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's been a crazy, I don't know, week and a half. We've had snow here in Nashville. We just had another winter storm. We've had a sick kiddo. So um, yeah, but we're here. We're a little late in dropping this episode. My apologies, but um, but we're here and we're and we're and we're doing all right. I hope you are well too. I just had a delicious cup of coffee on this chilly day. I hope you have something yummy you're drinking as well as you listen to this episode. So, if you're a parent, chances are you have spent. A lot of time wondering how and where and when you know just you know your your child's education how that's gonna go the the rest of this you know this school year and the question I think on every parent's mind is you know whether you continue keeping them in the bricks-and-mortar school if if your child's school is open right now if you you know opt for emergency or remote learning program if that's possible in your area whether you homeschool whether you um you know enroll your child in a full-time Online school, so it's there's a lot on our shoulders right now. <laughs> among everything else, right, um, there's a lot of people who are sick right now. There's a lot of stress, and um, and then just our everyday everyday things. So. You know, there's a lot to talk about today, and I think one thing to to mention too is that sometimes parents kind of confuse um, what all those things are. What's online school? What's remote learning? What's homeschooling? So we're going to talk about that today, and then I'm going to try to give you a you know a couple tips and also some great resources I have available right now for you in case you're kind of in this weird decision making process or thinking about what to do or you know all the things. So. Let's dive in. So, in fact, many people think that, you know, online school, remote learning, and homeschooling are all the same thing. And we're going to talk about, you know, the real challenge parents have right now deciding on the best educational path for their children um, in this pandemic. And, you know, we're going to talk about that. So let's dive in right now. So the first thing we're going to talk about is um, the fact that they are not the same. They are actually very very different now maybe the one thing that's the same is that um, you know that your child would be learning in in the home not in a particular um, you know going to a particular building or school Um, so that might be the same but most of the other things are very different about these three options so let's talk about remote learning for a second This option, you know, gives you child instruction at home via classroom teacher, you know, with a predetermined curriculum used in the local schools in your school district. Uh, Classes are typically through Zoom or another similar program, and um, parental feedback on the quality of this education varies from district to district. district. Some parents are really happy with it, Um, you know, some parents are very not happy (laughs) with it, Um, and this kind of made, we really made a quick switch to this um, during, you know, basically learning as an emergency during the pandemic and you know teachers and staff and families really had to quickly adjust to just make it work and so I think that's where a lot of parents were really disappointed with it because you know there was not much prep time um and and it just it was kind of like like you know an emergency decision to do um and there are some districts who are still doing remote learning I know um some districts only allow a certain number of days to do remote remote learning, but there that is an option um, that you know parents can can you know still choose to do depending on where you live. The other option um, is a full time online school, and that's just that's a, that's significantly different in terms of um, it's you know there's very much. Um, difference between doing an emergency remote virtual learning and then choosing to do an online schooling program. So these schools are typically, to tu- you know, tuition-free public school every year. They, uh, when I was researching, educate 300,000 students on a full-time basis across more than about 30 states um, and the District of Columbia. And these schools are created by states and school districts. And um, you know, or or established um, charter schools, and they they existed far you know way beyond even COVID nineteen, and they're enrolled full time online. In fact, I actually, um, yeah, I think I actually tutored a um, a girl who was in the online. She actually really liked it um, online. Um, Online school, high school, and it's qual- it's through through qualified teachers who are specifically trained to deliver instruction using you know the new technology. Curriculum and lessons are aligned with state standards, um, and it's it's basically a full time public school, but it's online, um, and it meets all the educational laws. And then they have to also develop and inter- implement an IEP if your child has an IEP. Um, Or any other learning needs. And often these schools combine flexible schedules so that students are not sitting in front of the computer for, you know, eight hours a day. Um, There's, you know, one on one student teacher communication, all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to put a link to this information, the um, resource I used for this, in case you wanted to look at this further. And I also learned during my research that a, a very important characteristic of this particular kind of school is that they often will provide free equipment, like a computer, um, for children. Um, and many also provide families with free Internet internet access and all that kind of stuff. So that means if you have several children, you know, they're not going to be fighting over the family computer they'll all have their own. Um, but you'll have to look into that if this is, you know, an option that you're interested in. Um, and then lastly is homeschooling, which, as you know, I've been switching over to homeschool um, myself with my family. We switched over in October, and um, I honestly have loved it um, for our particular family. But again, every family is different, every situation is different. So um, I want to, to, you know, to share. Just the facts about this and then I'm going to give you some resources in case you're interested in homeschooling as well. So homeschooling is very different from the other two options that I explained to you in that um, it's not only a style of instruction, but it's also a legal term. One that means that parents have taken full responsibility for educating their children at their home. And, you know, parents in every state have the right to homeschool their children, but each state, you know, has different regulations and and laws um, that you would have to look into, you know, before you homeschool. And those rules for parents vary by state, and there are tons of resources out there for you. But what's different about homeschooling is that there is no qualified teacher necessarily, unless you, the parent, are a qualified teacher. Um, Or you choose, there's also some parents who will have a learning pod, and then they hire a qualified teacher, Um, to help teach their kids. But in in general homeschooling, it's the parent who's choosing the curriculum, the literature, um, you know, the the daily schedule and routine, the yearly schedule, vacation time, uh, field trips, the incorporation of faith, um, not incorporating faith. I mean, all of those different things is is your choice. And, um, you know, so there's lots of responsibility. There's also a lot more control in the parents' hands to, um, you know, choose what their child is learning. Um, So as you can see, those are three very different types of learning models. And I said, like I said before, they're all at home, but they vary, um, you know, in different ways. And so parents just kind of have to do their own research And um, kind of decide if you're not happy. Well, and the other option, obviously, is to be is to continue going to public school um, as normal as it can be right now, or private school. Sorry, private school, charter school, Montessori, or any other version of in in person school. So, you know, it's like I said, it depends on the family. And I'm going to make a suggestion here at the end in just a moment, um, in case you're kind of struggling with that right now, like what you want to do from here on out. And I think what many parents struggle with with this decision is um, kind of what I I have I have also thought of, and many parents have thought and that thought of, and that is this: you know, we've always "quote unquote" gone to school, right? Um, you know, and you know, we've gotten our, you know, backpacks and our school of supplies and we get, you know, when we get on the bus and we, you know, go to school, like, you know, just what we grew up with or what you see in the movies, right? <laughs> it's, it's typical going to school, um, you know, thing that we're used to. And now, you know, when you're making a decision to change that, whether it's, you know, online school or homeschooling or something that's different, I think, than the in-school option, Now we're kind of bringing our kids into the unknown. And that's scary. (laughs) It's very scary. You know, are we doing the right thing? Are we doing what's best for them and for our family? But the truth is, you know, the idea of going to school, quote unquote, has drastically changed since 2020. And, you know, even really before that, you know, it isn't the same right now compared to when we went to school anyway. And even, you know, kind of before COVID-19, parents were already not really happy w- with what was going on in most I wouldn't say most in in, you know, often because some people are very happy with um the school that their child's going to and everything that's happening there and I think that's awesome. But, you know, the, the frustration with, with education is, has started happening before COVID. I think COVID um, just kind of gave us, you know, the ability to, to start making some, some choices. Um, you know, and so many parents, you know, had that time um, once... All this started happening with COVID is to look at other options for their children's education, whether that was remote learning through the regular classroom or online public school or homeschooling or whatever options you were looking at. Um, and I recently read an article about a mom who was, you know, very weary about online learning and, and then also very weary about letting her children return to in-person learning. And so she turned to homeschooling um, just for the year and just to, to see, you know, when things would kind of get back to normal. And, you know, in this article that I was reading, they were saying that, the, the, you know, the country appears to be on the verge of kind of going back to normal. Um, and, and, you know, her district schools were going, you know, had been open for many months, but her children would not be going back to tra- tra- traditional school this year. And over that past year, um, she was able to kind of shift her child's learning schedule outside of the weekday uh, because her husband worked on weekends. She treated Mondays like a weekend. And her kids had um, less school and everyone could kind of spend more time together as a family. And she really liked to, you know, be able to teach her kids more about Mexican history um, than they learned in schools. And last year, they um, she said that they joined a Latinos homeschooling Facebook group where families shared resources, resources like Spanish children's books and curriculum ideas. Um, and in fact, next school year, she plans to keep teaching her kids herself. And this doesn't always happen. There are many families who go back to traditional school. Um, But it's just an example of how this particular time that we're in right now has really kind of shifted um, what we, you know, always thought education was and what we think education um, is and could be. And in fact, this particular mom, um, based on this article I was reading, is part of really a new wave of parents, um, you know, who are homeschooling. And while it's legal in all 50 states, it's never really been considered the American norm. And so I just have some quick data because I I just love data. I think it's important to be aware of data and use it um, and and learn from it. And so in 2019, homeschooled uh, students represented just you know, 3.2% of U.S. students in grades K through 12, and that's just around like 1.7 million students. By comparison, 90% of U.S. students attend public school. But when they took another report from March 2021 from the U.S. Census Bureau, it indicated there was a huge Uptick in homeschooling during the pandemic in spring of 2020, 5.4 percent of surveyed households reported homeschooling their children, and um, that was homeschooling being distinct from remote learning at home. Um, so that was the difference. It was definitely homeschooling, and so by fall of 2020, the figure had doubled to 11.1 um, percent. You know, so there's just definitely a new group of homeschoolers um, who are are really kind of, I think realizing that you know even though it wasn't the norm before it's really starting to become uh, more more popular and more well you know well received i think um especially after covid and in fact when i was reading this article it also said that you know the covid 19 pandemic has really um kind of helped people realize that homeschoolers could help benefit public schools um and it says that um the COVID-19 pandemic has set up something of a wild living experiment in education. Um, and that they're studying the pandemic born phenomenon of the phenomenon of the learning pods, um, which are, if you don't know what that is, it's the clusters of families who've partnered to share schooling responsibilities with each other. Um, it's basically like a pandemic one room schoolhouse. And, um, right now there are some different, um, Um, you know, places that are working with, you know, different school districts to kind of see see the ways that learning pods and homeschool co-ops could help schools and families and community organizations. They're collaborating and um, just kind of, you know, finding ways that might help families combine homeschooling and classes from the district. So I think that, um, you know, the pandemic really kind of open the doors a little bit to um, discussion and um, kind of evaluating, you know, the whole the whole educational system and what parents want for their children. And I loved this quote because it said, you know, the pandemic broke the rules on what school looks like, where learning occurs, when it occurs, who is performing the role as teacher or, or facilitator. Um, so it's just really interesting article, which I will include in my show notes, um, to really kind of talk about, you know, the decision to homeschool, um, and, and the freedom it provides, um, you know, in your everyday lives and, you know, that really you have the choice to do what's best for your children. So, um, you know, only you can decide what educational route is best for your family given the current situation in your home, in your district, in your state. And and I feel my job is to help um, provide any assistance that I can to moms who are tran- transitioning possibly to homeschooling and have no idea where to start. And so I'm going to share a little bit more about that in just a second. But I hope this episode has helped clarify those three options um, and motivate you to do your research and make changes that you feel compelled to um, in the best interest of your children. And if that is you know, for your family, um, going to public school and um, and and loving where they are. I mean, like I said, every family is different and every situation is different. So you have to. I highly suggest sitting down together as a family and talking about you know what vision you have for your the education of your kiddos and how you as a family can make that education possible. If you have to make some changes, you know. Whatever it may be, literally write it down, go back to it, change it, and then put it into action, um, so that you can provide what you feel is best for your children. So I hope that helped a little bit. I flew through a lot of information. Like I said, I'll put the links in my show notes for you, and um, if you need support, I also have it in my show notes. One of those is a link to a free PDF called "Homeschool Like a Pro," has um, eight steps that will help you get started, and um, if you have any questions on that, feel free to email me or send me a message on social media. Um, there's also a link to more information about a free workshop we have coming up called Homeschool Like a Pro, uh, the week of February 21st to the 25th, which I'm super excited about. Um, it'll be motivating, exciting, supportive. Even if you're not quite sure you know, if homeschool is for you, come join us. Um, you're gonna leave with a, with a full and happy heart and um, a roadmap to get started. And then there's also going to be a link for a waitlist, which I'm super excited about for our 2022 homeschool mentoring and mama retreat. Um, I am so excited about that. It's limited to a, um, you know, a certain number of mamas. So get on that waitlist if you're interested. I'll be sharing more about that in the coming weeks. And then of course, as I've um, always said, I have a link to my Raising Whole Readers online course for, um, you know, mamas, if if your kiddos, K through two, second grade, or even older kiddos who are struggling with reading and you want to fill in some of those gaps, please, please, please um, check it out. I would love to, for it to help you and your child. So thank you for joining me today at the Whole Mama podcast. Um, I look forward to um, a lot more exciting things coming this month. Again, as always, please feel free to email me um, or send me a message. I would be so happy to help you in this journey and i hope you all have a wonderful wonderful night take care hey mama thank you for joining me at the barn today for the whole mama podcast I hope you've laughed, reflected, and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week. And in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself. Read daily with your children. And find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is precious, so we must embrace those moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily. That cup of coffee. Those comfy leggings that song, or that scripture, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. If you enjoyed this show, please consider supporting it and click the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. For more content, community, and connection, please subscribe to receive a monthly Whole Mama newsletter at my blog at iamthewholemama.com and follow me on social media. Thank you again for joining me today. And I'll meet you right back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.